It's What the Friends. Welcome to What the Friends, the podcast where we watch every episode of Friends, maybe, starting with the finale and working our way backwards. My name is Ad. I'm Jack. And I'm Allison. Today we're talking about episode of C... <laughs> I was going to say today we're talking about episode 28, but that's what the episode number of What the Friends is, and that's not what we're talking about. Um, today we're talking... Whoa, we should do a podcast where the first episode is something... It doesn't matter what it is, and every subsequent pot- podcast episode, we're just talking about the previous episode of the podcast. It would get so meta so quick. You um, call it on last week's episode. That's what it's called <laughs> on last week's episode. Okay, forget this podcast. This recording's over. We're going to start that one. <laughs> we should uh, just this... talk about last week's with the friends. I know that's what I almost started doing. <laughs> uh, this is season nine, episode fourteen of Friends. It is called The One with the Blind Dates. Did you guys come up with any alternative titles? No, but I have a joke relating to blinds. Please. I don't know if you all have seen The Vicar of Ghibli. I, I mean, oh, okay, I know that you two have. <laughs> I know you both intimately, but our listeners might not have, so there's a joke. Okay. Here's the joke. Here's the joke. Uh, a, a nun is, is having a bath. She's having a nice bubble bath. Uh-huh. She spent a long day in the nunnery gardens yeah. tending to her bees and berries probably. And there's a knock on the bathroom door. She goes, who is it? And the person says, it's the blind man. And she's like, well, it's probably safe. He's blind. He doesn't, he's not going to know. And she's like, all right, come in. And he goes, nice tits. Where should I hang the blinds? That's a good setup. I think that was even a better setup than the original telling of the joke. Because I talked about gardening. Yeah, you really set the stage. You yeah. painted a, a word picture. Yeah. Well, I mean, nuns are often elderly, so you can see them needing a relaxing bubble bath at the end of the day. Yeah, because I was recently trying to tell this joke, and I couldn't think of a good setup. Mm. I couldn't remember what it was from the show, the and stems I couldn't from, think of a better one. This stems from like my fairly big interest in becoming a nun. I think if you die anywhere in the near future, that may be my path. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would Nundum. like... Yeah. Because, like, you don't have to shave. You get up knowing exactly what you're going to do every day. You don't have to pick out clothes. I would choose to be the gardening nun or the nun that took care of... No, they each have jobs, right? In their nunnery. Yeah. Or their abbey or whatever. In their convent. I would be, like, the nun who gardens or the nun who's in charge of the chickens and the bees. Mm -hmm. If there's a gift shop, I could be the nun who works. I mean, if it's like a famous Abbey. You do have retail experience. Yeah, I I do have retail experience. I could be the nun who works in the gift shop. Librarian nun. (laughs) Librarian nun. (laughs) You should write a comic book called I I literally have looked up like. Jobs of nuns. No, like, uh, like. Convents. Yeah, like you can, like retreats in convents, like a two or three month given on a chance no just like just like we know your life is difficult maybe you don't want to be a nun but here come be a nun for a couple months and then go back to your life feeling refreshed i think it's kind of nice Hmm. i feel like nuns are very attuned to like the rhythm of things and i like that i like rhythm and routine where can you go to try out being a nun i don't know you can google it just google it okay so yeah so that's my plan. If you die, you know, 
for I think you might, then I'll maybe I'll be a nun. Because <laughs> you can stop being a nun. Can you? Yeah. I, and they're not going to force you to continue being a nun if you don't yeah. want to. You don't sign something. Well, I mean, you marry God, I guess, but divorce is so common. <laughs> 50% of nuns. I've watched movies divorce. where people stop being nuns. Uh, like Whoopi Goldberg in Sister Act and Sister Act 2. Does she stop being a nun? I have no idea. I've never uh, seen Sister Act. Well, in um, The Sound of Music. Oh, yeah. She's a nun, and they're like, you know what? You're a shit nun. Try to go be a nanny, and they send her off. Yeah. She falls in love. She gets married. It worked out perfectly. Good. But that nun training probably served her well. I'm sure it did. Yeah. How's everybody doing today? Whew. I've been hit with a lot of new information. I'm trying to process it. <laughs> I'll say no Nuns. more. Okay. Jack, how are you? Jack's I'm flying good. high. Jack's I'm out flying of, I'm out of... high. Out of whiskey already. It's going to be a bad oh. podcast. Like you don't have any more. Your cup is empty. My cup is empty. We oh, get some did more. You need to take a take a break and go get some. Well, that would interrupt the flow of this brilliant no, podcast. Al- Alice and I, I can, will vamp. Yeah, we can. I can keep going. We'll vamp. You guys are going to vamp. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Back. Get yourself a drink. Okay. Yeah. So, Allison, mm. what are you drinking? I have some tea. Tell it's us my about favorite it. brand of tea. Okay. It's called Ahmad. Ooh, A H M A D. It's not like the fanciest tea in the world, but it's like a step above like your grocery store tea. Yeah. Um, I find it very smooth. I like the Earl Grey because the citrus isn't too overwhelming. Sometimes the citrus in Earl Grey and cheap Earl Grey is almost bitter. That's not what you want. What is that in Earl Grey that makes it Earl Grey? Uh, there's so like it's, it bur- bur- it's bergamot. What is bergamot? I think it's a type of orange. Is it a type of orange? I so think it's, it's like the zest from a bergamot orange. I think or it's something? a type of orange. Who is Earl Grey? Where did um, the tea get its name? He was probably an earl whose last name was Gray. Do you think he's the one who decided to put this mysterious bergamot into tea? Well, I think that's probably the way he liked his tea. Okay. There's also Lady Gray, which yes. is which is Earl Gray with like more citrus. More, more, more citrus. Yeah, I thought it was less. No, I'm pretty sure it's more. Do you want me, let me double check because okay. we're going to get slaughtered. People are going to be like, "No, that's not what that okay, is." Okay, Allison's googling something. Jack, what, tell us about what you're drinking. You mentioned whiskey. Yes, I have a Gentleman Jack. Do you want to give us a quick review, a quick uh, flavor profile of the Gentleman Jack? Hmm. Texture, flavor, mouthfeel, anything you can tell us about it? Well, there are notes of whiskey. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And it it dances on the tongue like a... (laughs) Like a strong whiskey. Like a strong whiskey. (laughs) Great. Uh, Does somebody want to ask me what I'm drinking? What are you drinking, hon? This is a red wine. It's a, a deep red color. The flavors of grape. <laughs> flavors of old grape. <laughs> okay, I'm totally right. Earl Grey tea has the bergamot in it, which is a type of orange. And Lady Grey tea is has oil of bergamot, but it also has lemon peel and orange peel. So it's just a oh, more it's just citrusy. Citrus citrus. Yeah. It's a citrus explosion, some yeah. might say. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Well, I'm glad we established the beverages for this podcast episode. I like bergamot. I'm kind of into it right now. You Jack, know what else I'm into? What? Cardamom. Cardamom. Yeah. What is cardamom? If know. I were to hold cardamom in my hand, what would I be holding? A seed. A seed. I'm guessing. A spice. I don't know. Hold on. I'll look it up. A seed, a spice. Talk to Jack for a minute. Everything nice. Jack, I'm supposed to talk to you for a minute. Hi, Ed. Hey, what's up? Not much. Okay. How's your red wine treating you? Uh, the thing about red wine, it, it all tastes the same to me. What? 
I don't know. It's a seed. Red wine is a seed? Nope. Cardamom is a seed of several plants in some type of family. Several plants? Yeah, Ed doesn't know very much about red wine. I I did recently establish that I like Cabernet. I think if I was going to pick up a, a bottle of wine you don't like Merlot. out of a lineup, but upon saying that, I don't actually know what kind of wine I'm drinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> it may be Merlot. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think you got any Merlot. I think I did get some Merlot. Oh. I bought a bottle of This Cab one's name is Bogle, right? And I bought, yeah. So did we, I think we, I think this is Merlot. I think we bought the Bogle Merlot. Do you like it? It's pretty good. Mm. <laughs> so maybe I don't like don't Cabernet as saying. much as I thought I did. Let me, let me give it a quick taste. I think that's Merlot. It's pretty good. I don't like it as much as Cabernet. That's all I know about wine. Should we talk about the show? <laughs> yeah, I guess we should. Uh, who wants to give us a summary of the show? Or a character on the show? Well, Phoebe and Joey basically plot the whole time to get Rachel and Ross back together. Yeah, so it's established at the beginning of the episode that Rachel and Ross recently lived together. They had a baby, obviously, Emma. And apparently before this episode, they were living together. Yeah. So they're separated, but it's not a divorce, says Ross. Because but they were never married? I don't know. But they're seeing other people because Joey and Phoebe set them up. But Joey and Phoebe think that they should be together, so they set them up on... Blind dates. Our cat is making some weird noises. I think those kids outside, wasn't oh, it? okay. On blind dates... Or cancel the date so that someone has stood up and yes. they think it's going to work and then it doesn't. They get caught. Yeah. And this seems like another instance of nothing carrying over from previous episodes. Because there's nothing else discussed for the rest of the series about Rachel and Ross potentially living together or getting back together, really. This is the only episode where they talk about them getting back together, I feel like. Yeah. Because then she, she, cause she, in this episode, she has moved in with Joey they allude yeah. that she's been there for like five or six days now. And yeah. then her and Joey have that thing that happens. Yeah. So. And they also make a reference to that happening before. Yeah. To Joey right, have feelings right, for Rachel right. before. But if you would ask me after we watched the last episode we watched, which was the next episode in the series, how long Rachel and Joey had been living together, I would have said like four years. Like I, there's no indication that it was like a new thing or it was weird or anything. So I was surprised that. It was season nine, episode 14, that they move in together. Uh, another character. What happened to Chandler this episode? Is it my turn? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Rachel enlists Chandler and Monica to watch Emma while she goes on her date. Um, and Monica finds out that she is on her last ovulating day. And so she and Chandler want to as they put it, canoodle, uh, but they can't, they, they don't want to do it in front of Emma and they can't leave the room because Emma is freaking out uh, yeah. when, when people leave the room. And so they wait until Emma falls asleep. They go canoodle. In the meantime, Joey comes and takes Emma away and uh, thus freaking out Chandler and Monica momentarily uh, until they discover where Emma is. Yeah. I have two things to say about that. Yeah. A... 
you can tell that I haven't really thought about having children because I did not know that peeing on a stick could tell you that you were ovulating. That is new information for me. Yeah. <laughs> Does Jack, did you know that? Um, I did. Wow. How did you know that? Sitcoms. Sitcoms. <laughs> That's how okay. I know everything. There's a lot of sitcoms where they talk about ovulation. And then the other thing that I found funny, so like when Rachel is dropping Emma off, she's saying like, oh, she does this and she does this and she does this, but it, she's at a really cute age and I really like it and she does it. I'm like, wouldn't they, do they not spend time with her? Wouldn't they know that that is already how this child is? Because Chandler and Monica, you mean? Yeah, yeah. because they hang out with her mom hours every yeah, day that's true it seems like they would she's like giving them the familiar. spiel i'm like i'm pretty sure they probably just saw her yesterday or the day before yeah, if i had really good friends who had a baby i wouldn't like, need to tell them all who that lived stuff. across the hall and i saw all the time i think i would know like about their baby yeah right? yeah oh that was weird it seems like emma was a total afterthought to this whole series because she's just really not included in anything i think that the producer's like niece had a baby and was like please make my baby famous so they had to stick emma in um, did Jennifer Aniston, like, actually have a baby in real life? And her pregnancy was therefore a plot on the show that caused them to write this? I have no idea. I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. Is that all the characters? Ross. Talked about no, Ross I yet? I talked about Ross. You did. Phoebe and... Yes, they plot. Yeah. It's everybody, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I didn't have to do anybody. Hmm. Uh, what'd you guys think of this episode? Not very good. <laughs> Any particular reason? Um, let's see. I did like. I always like Phoebe and Joey hanging out, um, so that's fun. But um, I don't know. There just weren't enough jokes. They split everybody up. Mm-hmm. Um, Chandler and Monica trying to have a baby is just not funny. Nope. No. Yeah. It's like they're trying to like do emotional things, but they're not doing it well enough that I care about it. Yeah. With that exactly. whole them having a baby thing. Which has been a common trend. Yeah. What I want to know is, uh, th- so a lot of this, the plot of this episode was um, Monica and Chandler doing it, canoodling, as they put it, in the other room while they were babysitting Emma, like waiting until she fell asleep, but then Joey came in and took her away. Rachel was going to pick her up in like an hour why couldn't they just wait i'm sure that monica still would have been ovulating an hour later don't ask me because it's clear that i don't know how reproduction works (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good point i hadn't thought of that another thing i noticed on this episode uh if you you guys noticed on tv how when people are at are like at a restaurant they're always sitting sort of beside each other so that the camera can look at both of them Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's all. Okay. I just wanted to talk about that because <laughs> that happens a lot. Uh, Next time it, we go out to eat, we should sit like that and pretend we're on a sitcom. That'd be great. You should do that. Like if you're like out with somebody you barely know, if you're on a date or something with like, someone you may a, have only been out with a couple of times. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Why are you like looking over there all the time?" And <laughs> like, don't you see the cameras? <laughs> making jokes and then waiting <laughs> as if somebody's gonna laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to test a woman's love for you. Or just to make her think you're crazy. Yeah. One of the two. Do you guys have any wardrobe comments from this episode? Wardrobe comments. I'm looking for comments about clothing, about wardrobe, about anything relating to that. Do you have anything? 
Rachel had a pretty like boobalicious shirt on. It was low cut on her date. Yeah, low cut. It, it went was all like, the way down. It was a it was a square <laughs> neck. So imagine a square neck that like goes almost to mid boob and then straight across. Like if she jiggled wrong, her nipples would have both been yeah, out. like another inch or a half an inch lower, yeah. and it just nipples would have been out. Which crazy. on her is like kind of fine because she has very small boobs and a very petite frame. But on me, I would have been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> or like or like gotten a citation or something for like almost indecent exposure. Yeah, I didn't realize how crazy it was at first. And then... Right, because she's she's like she's pretty, she has a small frame, there's no bulging or billowing, you know. Yeah. But then I realized just how low cut it was. Yeah. Very it looks good cut. on her though. It's pretty color. I liked it. She's pulling it I'd off. wear it if I could. Yeah. Um we saw Monica's nipples during this episode, so I saw Rachel's. Oh, you saw Rachel's yeah. interesting. Yep. In that shirt. In that shirt, I when guess she was I did talking too. To That's... Ross, oh, in in Central Park after their bad dates, I saw, huh. saw a little bit of nipple. Yeah, I didn't notice that. I just saw Monica's. Mm-hmm. Uh, so single point quiz this time. Mm-hmm. It's it is crazy how many single point quizzes we have due to nipples. There are so many nipples in this show. I am just constantly astounded by how many single point quizzes we have. Any other wardrobe comments? I have a non wardrobe comment. Uh, can you wait to the non-wardrobe segment? Which is now. Any non-wardrobe comments? Uh, the guy that Rachel was set up with yeah. on what? Who is that guy? He's from the, he's he, he's in a lot of things, but he, yeah. I know him from The Wedding Singer. He, like, plays somebody creepy in The Wedding Singer. Okay. <laughs> like when they're it's on John a date. Lovitz, by the way. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's someone super famous. And I don't, like, super remember. Yeah, he's funny on The Wedding Singer. Which is one of my favorite movies. Um, he's basically like telling her that it's going to be a horrible a date, Hor- mm, horrible a date. Horrible it's a horrible date. date. <laughs> They're in the Italian restaurant. A horrible date. <laughs> They're like just kind of sitting there, and he goes, "I'm kind of funny looking." <laughs> <laughs> and then he proceeds to tell her that he's also not wealthy or funny. Yeah. So it's going to be a bad day. But he's like, "I'm kind of funny looking." I'm like. Man. <laughs> true do you guys have a favorite adam sandler movie oh yeah i forget that adam sandler is in wedding singer do you not is consider he? yeah i'm forgetting again already <laughs> he is who's the girl is it drew barrymore that's why i love that movie yeah. because of her like drew and barrymore. the 80s music i like drew barrymore i think she's music. beautiful and talented and normal she's never like doing things weird that people report about yeah so would you say that's your favorite adam sandler movie yeah but it has nothing to do with adam sandler yeah Jack, do you have a favorite Adam Sandler movie? I'm going to say Big Daddy, since it's the only one I can think of right now. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen Big Daddy. I remember seeing commercials for it airing on TBS. Yes, that's where I've seen it. (laughs) But I've never (laughs) actually watched it. I'm going to go with Billy Madison, resoundingly. Billy Madison, the best. I feel like they've gotten worse as he's gotten older. Oh, yeah. I think that's generally agreed upon like that one that takes place in Click. bed bath or beyond or yeah. whatever bed bath oh. and beyond or whatever Click yes bad. we saw that in the theater <laughs> we, saw, didn't yeah, we? we saw Click. that was it together see? yeah <gasps> that was in high school Aww. yeah that was bad Oops. it was legit bad um and then there was that one where he plays two characters one of them is male one of them is female uh, jack, jack and, and jill, jill. Yeah. yeah i did not see that and neither did i i just know that it exists and i assume it's terrible he has that Christmas cartoon. 
Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. Which would be Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the fact that it's he's okay. Jewish. Christianity is the only true religion. Okay. <laughs> as we've said time we and we time again. We don't acknowledge Eight Crazy Nights as being a true movie here on What the Friends. Um, any other terrible Adam Sandler movies? <laughs> There's Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. I haven't seen those. I don't even know what that's about. I don't want to see them. Okay. <laughs> oh God! What's happening? The cat came out of nowhere and touched my foot, and I got really, really scared. I thought it was like a rat or something, or a caterpillar. Did you guys write down any lines from this episode? I'm kind of funny looking, as I believe I mentioned. <laughs> okay. Okay. I like when Joey is spelling out baby, and he says B A B I. You can't have S E X in front of the B A B I E. <laughs> I didn't I liked, write down any. I liked when Joey was describing the woman he set Ross up with and said, She even reads for pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like when he was telling Ross he would set her up with someone. And he's like, Yeah, I know lots of women. And Ross is like, Oh, any names coming to mind? And Joey's like, Ooh, names. Because <laughs> <laughs> he sleeps with them without knowing their names. That's name. right. And that brings us to another segment called Friendly Friends Asking Each Other Questions. It's the What the Friends Quiz! Love that music. It's a hot beat. It's catchy. Super hot. Jack, first question is for you. What time will Rachel be back to pick up Emma? From... Oh, God. I think this was from Joey's. I think that Emma was at Joey's house, which is now Rachel's house, too. And Rachel was leaving, and she said she'd be back at a certain time. Oh, boy. Uh, six. That's right. You just guessed, Whoa. but you got it. <laughs> um, Allison, what kind of shirt was Joey wearing in the post-opening song scene? I think it was reddish. It wasn't. That was a different shirt later in the episode. Jack, do you know what shirt Joey is wearing in the post-opening song scene? Was it a black shirt with a wolf on it? Ooh. It's clear that you saw the shirt, but it's also clear that you don't know it's the logo for Fox Racing. So, <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, they make suspension components. I'll give you a half point, Jack. <laughs> okay. So you get a half Fair point. enough. <laughs> Um, so Jack, this question is for you. What was Joey's date's name? Joey's, Joey's date? date? Yeah, the one who stayed over from the previous night. He doesn't know. That's right. Point for Jack. <laughs> That's not fair. That was like a whole big thing about how he doesn't know names. Uh, Allison, question for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was Chandler reading when Rachel came, comes in to ask if they can watch Emma tonight? How, the, how would I know that? Because he mentions it. He talks about it. I don't know. I'm Jack, sorry. Do you know? I was painting my toenails. They're <laughs> very cute. <laughs> what color? I, I actually went with two different colors. Oh, yeah. So two the, really good colors. The, yeah, Ad picked him out, so he I thinks he's hot shit. I think he's hot shit. <laughs> the big toe is kind of a corally color. It's really deep, beautiful orange. It's coral. And the toes are, all the other toes, the 
the lesser four. <laughs> the lesser eight, some might say. On each foot, the lesser four on each foot before I was so rudely interrupted are uh, a violet. It's a really deep, beautiful Ooh. violet. Yeah. Wow. I'll post a picture on the Facebook page for anyone who's interested. Yeah, that sounds very deep and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we? Somebody's trying to guess what Chad was reading. <laughs> he was reading the obituaries. That's right. Point oh. for Chad. Uh, are we back to Jack again? Yeah, of course we are. We're always back to Jack. Jack. What time is Rachel going to bring Emma over to Monica and Chandler's? 7. That's right. 7 p.m. Allison. Mm-hmm. What number was on Joey's shirt when they were at Central Park? 7. That's right. 7. I didn't get to mention this during the wardrobe segment, but I kind of like that shirt. Just a red yeah. shirt with a, another red 7 on it? Well, it had a seven on the chest, but it also had it on the arms too. It was like oh, sevens everywhere. I seven. don't. I don't even remember the shirt. That was a lucky, lucky guess. <laughs> <Seriously? Yeah. laughs> Do you want us to get you a shirt, Jack? Is that you dropping hints? If you can find that shirt, Christmas. Okay. If I can find that shirt, Christmas. Jack, is this question for you? Yes. When is Monica ovulating? According to her. What does she say? When does she say she's ovulating? Tomorrow until the 6th. That's right. What does she then realize? That today is the 6th. That's right. No additional points awarded, but thank you for answering. (laughs) Always happy to give extra information. (laughs) Allison, question for you. Where was Ross's blind date? What's the name of the restaurant? Ross was having his blind date that nobody showed up to. Pugliani's. Pugliani. I wish I could give you a point for that. And I will. Point for Allison. <laughs> Yay! Allison got a stupidity point. <laughs> but Jack, do you know the real answer? <laughs> Delmonico's. That's right. Delmonico's. That was just shown in like a cutscene when they were going to the restaurant. But Jack cared enough to write it down because he knew I would ask about it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jack. Question for you. What does Rachel's blind date do for a living? Um, well, he had a restaurant, but then he lost it to drugs, and now he silkscreens t-shirts. That's right. Allison, you're shaking your head because you thought that was an easy question. Yeah, I feel like Jack's getting really easy questions. Okay, Allison, question for you. What does the waiter try to give Ross for free? Crab cakes! That's right. Point for Allison. Jack, question for you. What color were Rachel's gloves? Black. Allison, do you have a better answer? Black and pink. Bing, 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 bing. Point for Allison. <laughs> Black and pink. Uh, Jack, final question. Nope. No, it's Allison's. Allison's. Final question. Thank you, Jack. What kind of store is across from Central Perk? What did the neon sign say in the window? Dry cleaning. Laundry. <laughs> Very good guess. There might be one sort of across from Central Perk. I don't know. But Jack, do you have a better, better answer? It's a music store. Oh my god! That's right. Do you know what the? Do you sign blink? Said? Do you ever blink during the show? Because I feel like you don't blink. <laughs> I pause it a lot to write things down. <laughs> I guess that's a benefit of watching alone. <laughs> do you do you know what the neon sign said? I'm just curious. It said something like tapes, CDs, records. Yeah, I think it said CDs, tapes, new, used. Okay. That's it. That's the end of the quiz. Allison. Jack got eight and a half. Allison got four. Congratulations, Jack. Another Thank quiz you. win under your belt. The I see a champion. ham in your future. I see a ham in your future. Um, 
That was the quiz. Now it's time for a segment called Friends of Friends, the segment where we talk about another show that was airing during this season of Friends. Can you guys guess what today's Friends of Friends show is? How would we guess that? Sometimes you do. I don't know. I can't understand how somebody would guess something. Jack, do you know? Is it Pee Wee's Playhouse? It is, because I don't have one, so we're going to talk about that. Thank you for guessing. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea when Pee Wee's Playhouse aired. It probably was in 2003, though. But let's talk about it. Do you guys like Pee Wee's Playhouse? I've only seen one, and it was a Christmas one. Can you tell me about it? It's on Netflix. (laughs) Can you tell me how you felt about it? Mm, I felt like it was fine, but bordering on a level of creepy that I would not have appreciated as a child. Really? What did you find creepy about it? I don't know. It was weird. Like all this, there's like chairs talking. Like all the talking and the furniture. Flory, the floorboards <laughs> talk. Seems unnecessary. Yeah. Is this where we talk about my crippling fear of zombie? Have we talked about this on the yeah, podcast before? Jack, Jack fucking hates zombie. <laughs> it's a disembodied head in a box. <laughs> It's what is there to show. like about that? A disembodied head that you can sometimes see the torso of because he was just wearing a black <laughs> shirt. There was no green screen or anything Why going on. Why is his name Jombie? Is that what you find creepy about him? No, it's all creepy. Jombie. Did, Jack, did you just find the look of Jombie creepy or his whole or the um, idea sort of, of Jombie creepy. chanting ritualistic thing creepy? It was more the look. I think I kind of liked the chant, actually. Yeah. Um, because it, it, I don't know, it was familiar, you know, you knew it was coming, but I don't know, just a disembodied blue head with a turban in a box. The, yeah, that was always inside a box <laughs> inside yeah. Pee-wee's house. I like cherry. Cherry's good. I like magic board. Magic screen. <sighs> I fucked it right up. Magic screen. Uh, I like the refrigerator. I like the dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are cool. Yeah. Did you like, like the, the penny cartoons? I, I was going to say I like the king of cartoons, but I don't know if I actually do. I don't. He scared me. <laughs> I like um, Cowboy Curtis. Cowboy Curtis is good. I, I mainly just like Pee Wee. I like his high talking and his low talking. Uh-huh. And how he alternates back and forth between his two weird voices. So did Pee Wee's... Uh unsavory escapades later in life uh turn turn you away from him at all no what did he do like he got friendly with himself in an adult movie yeah, with which himself. which frankly i don't think is that bad because that's why you go to those right yeah that yeah it's not so i i often think about it in uh i don't think about it a lot <laughs> you often think about it <laughs> i don't often think about it but for some reason when i think about that i also think about uh michael richards and his i don't know who that is kramer from seinfeld and the the public things that he did that led to his downfall and peewees are so much less severe michael richards said like racist things in a comedy oh film, yeah yeah which is you way worse not do that but like peewee didn't like he wasn't like exposing himself to children. Or yeah, exactly. Creepy. Like he it, was it in a, a gross, seedy adult movie theater with probably twenty other gross adults who were probably all doing the same thing. Quite frankly, yeah, I don't really care that much. Yeah, I don't either. I think he's funny. Jack, what do you think? I agree. Have you guys seen the new Pee Wee movie? I don't think so. No. I've seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and that's it. 
What's yeah, the I think, new Pee-wee movie? I think it's like Pee-wee's Big Holiday. It's a very similar yeah, title, but it came out on Netflix holiday. this year. It's on Netflix. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. I have not seen it yet. Have you heard anything about it? Um, I think I read some reviews when it came out that said it was about what you would expect. Like, not not bad, but, like, no surprises. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll watch it. I watched the Christmas special, like, three times this past Christmas. There you go. Reasons. More Pee-wee for your viewing pleasure. Yeah. So that's Pee-wee's Playhouse. Uh, I don't know when it aired. I don't know what <laughs> station it was on. But now it's on Netflix, so go watch it. <laughs> Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Anything at all? I think we should do the dream segment. Oh, the dream. I always forget about Jack, the dream Jack, do you have segment. a dream? I do have a dream. I also have a dream. I just want to throw that out there so I don't forget it. Jack, your dream first. All right. Um, so this was last night. It was uh, me and Ad and our mom. Whoa. And Family we were friend. with uh, your cat, Louise. Louise, the cat. Yeah, as well as uh, our dad's cat, Simon. Whoa, two cat dream. Yeah. So we all checked into this hotel, and we we got this little room with one bed and two doors to the room. (laughs) And so uh, we were settling into the room, and then this whole big group of backpackers checked into the same room. (laughs) And they stole the bed. And, And you and mom were like, it's okay, just let them have it. And I was like, no. So I went up to them and I was like, guys, we checked into this room before you. Obviously, we get the bed. And then and then they let the fucking cats loose out the oh, door. Oh, no. no. And I think the dream ended when I was out looking for the cats. But that, <laughs> That's oh awful. God. You know what? I think some of this stems from the fact that... Wait, what was the second cat? It was Louise and... Simon. Simon. Simon, Simon is very old. Yeah. He's going to die soon. Mm-hmm. I think maybe some of this... I think the part about the cats being let out was like, you know, you're you're starting to process. You're, you're can you let the dog out? I think yes. <laughs> I think yeah, some yeah. of this was you're you're starting to feel grief because the cat is right there, right there. I think you're worried Simon's gonna die, and you're starting to feel sad about it. I, I think, think that's, that's a good interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so why do you think Louise was there too? Uh, maybe Louise is gonna die. I'm not sure. <laughs> right, maybe just the juxtaposition of a healthy young cat and yeah. aging Simon. Yeah. yeah. But all about family. What? All family. All family. It's all, it was all about family. Oh, except for the backpackers. Except for the backpackers. <laughs> and I think that was like just about you becoming a man. <laughs> <laughs> like I think, like, like I think probably. Let's see. You had this dream last night. Mm-hmm. When did you put the door on your car? <laughs> Wednesday. See, I think you're like, you're feeling pretty damn masculine. You're like, I put a door on my goddamn car. And then you told off some backpackers. And then you told off some backpackers. <laughs> it's like, you're just you're just rolling with it. You're sticking up for yourself. You're doing what needs to get done. You're taking care of business. You're putting on car doors. You're pissing off backpackers. <laughs> That's what I think. I think that's solid. Jack, yeah. do you have any ideas about what it meant? I didn't have any ideas, but I think Allison's interpretation is pretty darn good. Good. 
add? Do you agree? Disagree? I agree. Have anything I, to add? I still don't know why mom was there. Cause it's like it's like a little bit of support, you know. Like yeah, you're you're trying, you're becoming manly. You're doing things you haven't done before. Also, you're upset because your cat was dying. You kind of want your mom to help you with both of those things. Yeah. Hmm. And now I'm sad because I really like Simon and I feel like I've kind of doomed him. No, it's okay. Okay, sorry guys. I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> You're just Jack the messenger. I'm just the messenger. So I had a dream. I already told Allison about it. It was a while ago. I guess it was about a week ago. So Allison and I had just moved into a new house. Um, and it was a sort of octagonal or hexagonal floor plan. And it was um, sort of a new house. I mean, maybe it was constructed like five years ago. And it wasn't like in super great shape, but it was still pretty new. And the whole dream sort of happened in black and white, I think. It just had this like spooky sort of dark air to it. And I I think we had already like moved in and we were like getting settled. But the thing about this house was it was 13 stories tall. (laughs) It was all hexagonal. The, the ground floor had, uh, like, the living room and the kitchen and the dining room in it. And then the subsequent stories were all identical. And they all had, like, one or two bedrooms and a bathroom or something. And we had chosen to put our bedroom on the 13th floor, thereby causing me to go up and down the elevator between the 1st and 13th floor every time I wanted to go to our room. Um, and then the elevator broke, so we had to take the stairs. And I had the feeling that the other 11 floors were haunted and they were empty and I didn't want to go to them. And that's all I remember. Hmm. Very moving. Yeah. I think you have a deep-seated fear of octagons. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why we put our... F- our room on the 13th floor and not the second. Probably because you know that I like sleeping on the top floor of a house. It's safer. It, yeah, I don't I don't even know. I mean, I guess, yeah, because you can sleep with your windows open. Like, great. Since we've moved to Texas, we've lived in one-story houses, and it really bugs me that I can't sleep with my windows open. And I assume that, like, if someone breaks into my house, they're just breaking in to steal stuff. They're, mm-hmm. like, looking for the TV and the computer but if they accidentally stumble on me because they think they're going into the den instead of my bedroom, they'll be forced to kill me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's true. Yeah. We've recently decided, I'm glad nobody knows where we live because I'm saying right now that we've recently decided maybe not to have a burglar alarm in this house. So maybe that's, maybe you're like, oh, maybe oh, you're dealing. Maybe, maybe it was stemming from that. Yeah, maybe you're thinking... You know, oh, is is this really okay? Is this what life is going to be like? Am I going to be scared? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't think about that. Why do you think it was... Why do you think I thought all the other floors were haunted? Why do we have a, a bunch of empty rooms that I thought were haunted? I don't know. I've been talking about ghosts a lot lately because I think we have a ghost at work. Yeah. Is it a British ghost? Um, I, I doubt it. No. Not if her name is Stephanie. No, I think her name's Stephanie. Her name is Stephanie. Her name is Stephanie. And I don't think that, no. She's probably somebody who's angry because she lived and died in Houston. <laughs> she never got to go to England. She never got to go to England. She always so wanted to. She's living vicariously through our store by haunting it. Tracks. Yeah. I don't know. Jack, what do you think about Ad's dream? 
I keep thinking of the house as sort of a warped uh, version of a lighthouse. Yeah, that oh. seems fair. It had that it's, vibe to it. It's tall and skinny, and it's almost round, although it's got some straight edges. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Are you are you planning any trips to the seashore anytime soon? <laughs> Interesting connection. Uh, not really. Ooh. I want to live, like, on the coast, like, in the middle of nowhere, the kind of place there would be a lighthouse. And I'm always nagging you about it, like, probably every day nagging you about how I want to live there. So maybe maybe this is you realizing that you don't want to live there because it's too creepy. Hmm. Yeah. The thing, the, the, the modernity of the house, it was like new construction. That's what's making me question the lighthouse interpretation. Okay, well, we went to a party recently in a very modern house. That's true, we did. It wasn't creepy. Was before or after that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I think it's fear of octagons. <laughs> just fear of octagons. <laughs> I, I just, the things I remember most vividly about this dream is thinking, why did I put our bedroom all the way up here so we had to go up all these stairs and uh, why does everything look sort of black and white and creepy? And Maybe you're what scared am I of doing going blind. House? Yeah. I don't know. I think... Is it because I, you have to walk farther in the night to get to our bathroom? That might be it. Now that we live in this house, do you have to go down like a dark hallway to kind of to get to the bathroom at night? Yeah. And at night, even when lights are on, if it's not a lot of a light, things kind of look black and white. That's true. I think that I've talked before on this podcast about how... The scariest dream I've ever had is a fever dream that I have where I have to do something an infinite amount of times. Mm -hmm. And it's that the repetition that scares me. That was the same vibe I got from this, these 12 floors of the same rooms over and over again. It was the same sort of repeating spooky vibe that I get from that. So that's interesting or maybe not. We don't know what this dream means. We'll never know. Uh, if you're a psychologist and you want to interpret the stupid dream I had, <laughs> send us an email. <laughs> whatthefriendsguys at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter if you're a psychologist, or if you're not, uh, at Reverse Friends. You can find us on Facebook, What the Friends Cast. Or if you have a dream that you want us to interpret, then hit us up at any of those portals. Uh, Seriously, also, hit our portals. Hit our portals hard. Also, rate and review us on iTunes. I just drew the creepiest picture of a cat lady. Allison just drew a cat lady. What do you think? It's pretty creepy. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say before we sign off? My birthday's coming up. Allison's so birthday's coming up. <laughs> it already happened by the time this is released, so happy birthday, Allison. I hope you all got me presents. Yes. Yes. Well, I know you guys did. I mean, the listeners. Step it up, listeners. Thanks yeah. for listening. Bye. Bye.